I just have decided that I would rather pay for A players uh, than have two or three B and C players. Like, I just, I don't know. I just don't want to deal with the nonsense of dealing with mediocre people. And one of the things that I have realized is that I need to have pretty much all A players here. If you've ever asked yourself how to stop trading all of your time for money, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to The Wealth Code Secrets, where I'll be teaching you how to access the wealth code by creating solutions and value in today's ever-changing world so you can create unlimited wealth and fulfillment in all aspects of your lives. Thanks for joining me. Now on to the show. Welcome to The Wealth Code Secrets. Greg here again. We are going to go through part two of the SS8C commandments. These are the commandments that not only uh, do I go through and our team goes through every single day that allows us to stay in line with our mission and our core values and what we are about, but it's also now the commandments that we go through with our clients to make sure that y'all need to not trip, don't be tripping, because this is what we're about, and we just want to make sure everybody is good in the hood, baby. All right, so on the last episode, I talked about the commandments, uh, and I hit commandment number one, which is take ownership. Commandment number two is being accountable to each other. So now let's hit three, four, and five today. Is that cool? All right, number three is we do not hide mistakes. We don't hide mistakes. Uh, I remember in 2020, in 2020, um, we, went, we did a mastermind in Jamaica, right? And, um, and basically it, it was a really huge feat. It was really two people. It's myself and Brittany. And, um, there was a mistake that was made and we make mistakes all the time. But at this point, Brittany hadn't really been working for me that long. And, um, it was a big mistake or so she felt, and it was kind of in a way hidden. And, uh, I've never even talked about this before on a podcast. Well, but anyways, um, that was a really big deal to me, like a really big deal, almost to the point where we were going to part ways. Uh, and, and she knew it was a big deal. I knew it was a big deal. Um, but after some time to process it and whatnot, I decided, Hey, let's give this one more chance. And it's something that we have vowed to, um, to do with each other. And one of the things that I have vowed to make sure that the team understands of me is we are human and we're going to make mistakes. But one thing I don't like is I don't like when people hide mistakes because then I almost feel like, I almost feel like it's like, like me dating some chick and like, she's cheating on me. You, you know what I mean? And then, and then now it's so much work to have to figure out if person's cheating on you or this is not, you know, and, and I don't know, maybe that comes from, you know, Carrie and ours relationship. I remember, Early on in the process, um, you know, we had, I, I fell in love with her like really fast. She's a little slower. Um, so maybe it took a little bit more time for her to understand this greatness, this chocolate sensation that, that she had uh, access to. But anyways, um, <laughs> very early in the process, she was like, listen, here's the deal. We're going to keep it 100 with, with each other. And the minute we don't do that or there's any funny business, I'm out. And so maybe that's where I get it from. I just... I like to keep things open. Let's keep things honest so that I don't have to feel like I have to micromanage you because you might be doing something and you're leaving me out of it. And I, I just don't want it. And I said, if we're going to grow this and scale this, um, we can't be hiding mistakes. Okay. 
Now we have to hold ourselves to accountable and we have to take ownership and try not to make mistakes. But if you make a mistake, just own up to it uh, because it just creates a lot of tension in the company. So that is what number three means to me. We don't hide mistakes. Number four, eight players only. We hold ourselves to the highest standards. So this one is actually interesting because uh, I just have decided that I would rather pay for A players uh, than have two or three B and C players. Like, I just, I don't know. I just don't want to deal with the nonsense of dealing with mediocre people. And one of the things that I have realized is that I need to have pretty much all A players here because A players get frustrated being around B and C players. B and C players get frustrated and they feel overwhelmed when they are around A players. And so when we just started bringing in these people, I actually had like a B player, C player here. Okay. I did. And I think that person would, would actually say, yeah, I'm not an A player. Like I don't, you know, they just want to do the bare minimum. They didn't do their job bad. They just wanted to kind of do the bare minimum. And there was massive tension as I was bringing in A players, like without anybody really saying anything, I could feel it. It was tough. It was stressful on the B and C player. It was stressful on the A players. So A players are like, you're holding me back. B and C players are like, you're pushing me too hard. So what I've come to realize, you guys, is that you're either going to have a bunch of A's or just have a bunch of B's. But I think it's really hard to have both A's and B's. This is my personal opinion. But anyways, my company, I want A players only. I want us to hold each other. I want us to hold ourselves to the highest standards. Now, we actually had this um, issue last week. So last week I was gone. I was um, at a mastermind. And they're part of the services that we're offering now is we're offering um, some services to help our clients launch some of their products and their events and their webinars and all the other stuff. And there was one issue to where there was something that was supposed to launch for a client on a Monday, but it wasn't ready until the Monday afternoon. And the Tuesday I came in, or I didn't come in, I, I virtually came into the meeting and I said, hey, want to talk to everybody about holding ourselves to the highest standards. And I said, if we told a client that we're going to have their stuff ready on a Monday and we had it ready on a Monday, what would you consider that? Isn't that just holding to standards? Yes. If we said to the client that we're going to have their stuff ready on a Monday, but we didn't have it ready until the Tuesday, is that standards? And everybody agreed. No, that's below standards, 100%. But we're saying in our commandments that we hold ourselves to the highest standards. So if we said it was going to be ready on a Monday, but we had it ready on a Saturday, what, you, what would you consider that? Well, that's beyond expectations. That's highest standards. So we can't say that we hold ourselves at a highest standards when we're getting things just done on time. That's just holding to standards. And we definitely can't say that we're holding ourselves at a highest standards if we have it done after the due date. That's below standards, and below standards will get you fired. Highest standards means that we are going above and beyond. It means that we are over-delivering to expectations. And that's what we're trying to strive to do here. And I don't believe you can do that with B players and C players. So that is number four. Okay. And then number five is results driven. Remember how I said in number two that we're accountable to each other? That means that we actually have to take account. And that's not just a take account. That means actually we have to count things. 
Well, the only way I'm going to make people results driven is if they count things, which means that my team has to deliver results to me every single day. And the results are not coming through. Oh, I worked really hard today, GT. No, that's not how it works. The results are based off of numbers. Results are based off of key performance indicators. So in every single department, we have key performance indicators. And I want to see those daily. And initially, I didn't really require it, but I've been very adamant about like, now I need these. If I don't get these, then that means that I don't know what results you're giving me. And then now that means that I got to micromanage you to see if you're actually doing the stuff. And if I got to micromanage you, then you guys really aren't making my life any easier. So those are three, four, and five. We don't hide mistakes. We're A players only, hold ourselves to the highest standards. And number five, we are our results driven. Here, you know what? Let, here, let me give you another one. Let me give a number before we finish the episode. So number six is we are mission-based. And mission-based means that this company is being pushed off of a mission. It's not about, we're not financial-based. We are a for-profit company, but this is a mission. And I want people to understand that we are trying to develop the biggest, baddest entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs in healthcare, okay? And you have to be locked into that mission because there are gonna be times that we are not gonna make money, but we are gonna be pushing the mission forward. And everything is about the mission. The decisions we make are about the mission. It's not about Greg's bank account. It's not about this other person's family situation. It's about the mission. And if we focus on the mission, I believe the money will take care of itself. And so when I say the biggest, baddest entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs in healthcare, I understand this. I understand that many of you are not made to be entrepreneurs. You are not willing to put up the financial risk and you're not willing to, in, in, to build your, your investing skill set to be an entrepreneur. But many of you want to learn the skills and develop skills that tr- traditional healthcare professionals, employees don't have, and you're willing to be entrepreneurs. And I know that if you're an entrepreneur or entrepreneur, there shouldn't be any limit to your ascension. And so that's what we're all about. And I want everyone to understand this is the mission that you're signing up for. Are you in it? Or are you not? And if you are in it, it will be very clear and it will, we can tell. Can't fake it when you truly believe in a mission. And I believe that with my team, they are so locked into the mission that nobody's tripping about finances. They're about the mission, mission first, and they'll do whatever they need to do to move the mission forward. And it just makes, it's the reason why pretty much every disagreement we have, we're able to come to a conclusion that is always in line with not what's best for them or not what's best for Greg, but what's best for the mission. And we don't always have to agree on everything, but we usually come to an understanding that the decision that we did make, we do believe is probably in the best interest of the mission. So that's what I got for part two of the SSAT commandments. We'll use the next episode and talk about part three till next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Wealth Code Secrets. If you haven't already, please share this out so that more people can get access to The Wealth Code. Now, if you would like to work with us and connect with my team, go to www.connectwithgt.com. That's where you can find all my free trainings, free resources, and actually book a free strategy call with my team. So looking forward to talking with you. Remember, let's make your days count. Until next time. Thank you